Welcome to this extra reflection from the National Galleries of Scotland. I'm Ewan Bremner, and in these shorter episodes, we dive into another aspect of the artists and ideas from our interviews. Today, we're hearing from Dr. Fiona Anderson. Fiona's a lecturer in art history in the Fine Art Department at Newcastle University, and she looks at another side to the work of photographer Robert Maplethorpe. Known for his bold and intimate depictions of the human experience, some of Maplethorpe's work raises questions about the power dynamic between photographer and subject. Maplethorpe's work gave profile to underground or hidden aspects of society, but did this risk objectifying the people he sought to represent? Fiona thinks about this question and tells us a bit more about the influences behind the photographer's work. Many of Maplethorpe's photographs where he's using the human figure, not his own, are photographs of naked men, most of whom he picked up in leather and SM bars near where he worked in New York, so bars like the Eagle and the Ramrod. And he would find people there and invite them to come to his studio and probably have sex and then take some photographs. And he worked with couples and with individuals as he did that. The power dynamic between photographer and subject is more complicated in a lot of those works. Some photographs, like Bob Love, for example, the subject doesn't really look at the camera, looks quite tired, doesn't is, is slouching his shoulders while he's placed on a pedestal. He's a black figure as well, so I think there's some difficult power dynamics at play. Others where you have naked male figures where their heads are cut off. This suggests a, a great fetishizing of the phallus, of the, the muscular male body where Mapplethorpe holds all the, the power. And I think that's really cast in relief when you see how present he is as an individual personality in his self-portrait. So he allows himself a lot more agency and uh, to be a kind of complex, multifaceted figure much more so than he does with many of his nude portraits of men. In his close relationship with Sam Wagstaff, his friend and lover, who was a great collector of 19th and 20th century photography, he learns a lot about uh, 19th century photographic practices, early 20th century photographic traditions. And actually that's where he's drawing a lot of his inspiration from. His photographs are often classically composed, influenced by photographs of classical sculpture, or by photographs by Edward Muybridge, for example. Also, photo- also photographed nudes in the early 20th century. They're highly staged, often shot in a studio uh, with very little background interest or anything in the background. Uh, and this is, we see him then bucking the trend of street photography in the six, 50s, 60s and 70s in the United States. So um, phot- photographers like Lisette Modell or Diane Arbus or uh, Peter Hujar. Uh, and later Nan Golden. Um, these are photogra- photographers who are, their work is often snapshots of their everyday lives or the things they see around them on the street. While Peter Hujar also takes nude studio portraits, they're quite distinct from Mapplethorpe's because there's often a high degree of humour in them. The figure might be laughing or dressed in a kind of uh, over-the-top costume. So they're quite different from these highly staged photographs which draw on the work of Moybridge or Julia Margaret Cameron or someone like that. 
Thanks for downloading this bonus episode of Reflections, Art, Life and Love. You can listen to the rest of the series by subscribing on your podcast app. And why not find out more about the artworks on the website, nationalgalleries.org.